Illinois Public Media News, this is 217 Today. I'm Kimberly Schofield. It's Thursday, February 22nd. Coming up, we'll listen to a conversation with the director of the Baroque Artists of Champaign-Urbana and learn more about the importance of performing music outside the traditional Western canon. That story in just a few minutes, but first, these headlines. Illinois Governor J.P. Pritzker unveiled his nearly $53 billion spending plan during his State of the State address in Springfield yesterday. Mawa Iqbal has more. Speaking to a packed chamber, the governor said he wished the state had bigger surpluses to work with this year. His proposal would result in a $128 million surplus after increasing taxes on large corporations and sports books to offset a potential $900 million deficit. Pritzker also hopes to wipe $1 billion in medical debt and the state's 1% sales tax on groceries. While this budget is tight this year, our fiscal house is in order and we are able to keep our communities and our commitments to those communities. Lawmakers are expected to negotiate the budget through May. I'm Mawa Iqbal. This time next year, a trial is scheduled to start for the man accused of killing seven people in the 2022 Highland Park mass shooting. Michael Puente reports. Wearing a red jail jumpsuit, 23-year-old Robert Cremo III sat quietly next to his two defense attorneys. The hearing scheduled a trial date for Cremo. The accused gunman indicated last fall that he wanted to represent himself in court and wanted a speedy trial, which could have started this month, but he changed his mind in January. He will now stand trial on 21 counts of murder and nearly 100 other charges on February 24, 2025, as said by by Lake County Circuit Court Judge Victoria Rossetti. He's facing life in prison if convicted on at least two of the counts. I'm Michael Puente. The Illinois Legislative Black Caucus expressed its support for Governor J.B. Pritzker's budget proposal after his State of the State address yesterday. Caucus members say the plan improves public safety in black communities by focusing on better access to housing, health care, and education. Democratic Representative Carol Ammons co-chairs the ILBC. She says funding is an important step, but... Look, the Black Caucus is not planned. We don't want it just in black and white on some paper. We want it out into communities so they can see and feel it. Among other priorities, Pritzker highlighted the need to address maternal health inequities and the issues facing unhoused black Illinoisans. The number 12 overall fighting Illini men's basketball team lost on the road last night to the Penn State Nittany Lions 90-89. Despite the loss, senior guard Terrence Shannon Jr. led both teams with 35 points and 11 rebounds. Illinois now has an overall record of 19-7 and and are 10-5 in Big Ten Conference play. Next up for the Illini is a home game against the Iowa Hawkeyes on Saturday, February 24th at 1.15 p.m. Still to come, we'll listen to a conversation with the director of the Baroque Artists of Champaign-Urbana and learn more about the importance of performing music outside the traditional Western canon. That story is coming up next on 217 Today. Season 51 of Nova continues with new episodes throughout February. 
Episode 2 explores the mysterious origins of Easter Island. Next, Episode 3 takes viewers on a journey through three decades of engineering innovations that led to the rise of the Eiffel Tower. And Episode 4 tracks the revolutionary breakthrough that's unlocking the secrets of ancient DNA. Stream a new episode the first three Wednesdays in February with the PBS app. Visit your device's app store now to download the free PBS app. This is 217 Today. I'm Kimberly Schofield. A concert at Champaign-Sinai Temple this Sunday by the Baroque artists of Champaign-Urbana will feature choral music of European Jewish communities in the 16 and 1700s. IPM reporter Owen Henderson spoke with Sarah Riskind, the group's music director, about the importance of performing music outside the traditional Western canon. Tell me a little bit about the program. This program is called Baroque Music of the Synagogue, and it's really unusual because most of what we've done in the past has been sacred Christian music, and we've usually performed at churches in the past, um, and that's really much more common for choirs that perform Western art music. But I come from Jewish background, and I have particularly enjoyed investigating Jewish music that people might not know a lot about. And in this program, the first work will be by Louis Saladin, who's a French composer from the early 1600s. And a Jewish notable commissioned a work for the upcoming birth of his son, or at least we presume he hoped it would be a son. And then the next two pieces are associated with this Jewish community in Amsterdam that was founded starting in uh, I believe 1639, and their temple was built in 1675. And these were primarily Portuguese Jews, so Sephardic Jews originally from Spain and Portugal. And they had a really vital community with a choral school that also did Torah and Talmud, the sacred texts of Judaism. And so this, this temple, this community commissioned an oratorio called Esther, and then Sandwiched between those pieces I mentioned, we'll be doing a piece by Caceres, who was one of the actual Jewish members of the congregation, a sort of composer in residence. And then the second half of the program will be music by Salomone Rossi, who's a much better known composer. So we're actually going to be presenting some trio sonatas and a madrigal along with some Hebrew pieces from his really famous collection. And I'm excited to share this music along with the lesser known music in the first half. When most people think of Baroque music, most of the works that come to mind are specifically Christian. Was it difficult to find music for this concert? Well, it wasn't actually that difficult because I was originally inspired by an article in the Early Music America online publication. Ian Pomerantz wrote this article called 400 Years of Sephardic Music. And actually my doctoral research at University of Washington was focused on Sephardic music, but I was focusing more on choral arrangements from the 20th and 21st century of music in Ladino, more of the secular or paraliturgical music. But the word Sephardic really caught my eye and I wanted to stay a little up to date on what's going on in the field. And I really enjoyed reading about all these pieces that I didn't know about previously. Um, and originally I was going to do the whole Esther oratorio perhaps, um, but instead I thought people would really appreciate some musical variety and a variety of stories. Tell me more about what inspired this particular theme. It really fit into my overall vision for the group because in the past they have done a lot of 
so-called gems from the Baroque period and beyond. The previous directors have done really amazing work. And over the last few years before I began my role, they started branching out into more styles of music. But my passion, I would say, is particularly early music by composers that might have been overlooked in the past, often due to their gender or their race or their religion. But it kind of uses the Baroque period as a jumping off point to think more deeply about what makes us decide that certain composers are part of the canon. But I really enjoyed exposing people to music that they might not have thought about, but that has a lot of value and just has been suppressed historically because perhaps people didn't have access to resources or audiences or connections that those who have been performed often had. Sarah Riskind, thank you so much for joining me. It was great speaking with you. The Baroque artists of Champaign-Urbana will perform their concert Music of the Synagogue at the Sinai Temple in Champaign at 7.30 p.m. on February 25th. I'm Owen Henderson, IPM News. And finally, in your forecast, meteorologist Andrew Pritchard says today will be mostly cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high of 58 degrees. That's it for today. 217 Today is produced by Stephanie Mosqueda. Reporting today contributed by Mawa Iqbal, Michael Pointe, Jay Marsu, Colin Highslope, and Owen Henderson. Music by the Kilbourne Alley Blues Band. Reginald Hardwick is our news director. I'm Kimberly Schofield. 217 Today is a production of Illinois Public Media. Thanks for listening, stay safe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.